Okay, Kimli Gemara on Daf Mem Dalaram Mem Gimel Beis at the bottom. Tana Rabbanu five lines up. The pasuk says uh, when we're discussing the shor that killed the person. So we talked about the beginning of the pasuk about a tam. Then it uh, tam a sucker you sucker, but nothing happens in terms of money. By a muad we said the pasuk says sucker you sucker and you pay koifer. And then the pasuk says a strange pasuk right after that. It says ben yigach basigach If it kill if the Shor kills a child, a boy or a girl, the same halacha would be true. We never dashed from Kishpata Zayasala that we dashed for other things, for mood, etc. But here we're dashing on the words Ben Yigach, Ibasigach. What is that coming to teach me? Whether the victim is an adult or the victim is a child, you're still going to be chayv. So, of course, why would you think otherwise? Well, it makes perfect sense that you should be chayv for a child, for a shor should be. The chayev adam v'adam. If a human being kills another human being, he's chayev as a murderer, of course. The chayev shor v'adam, and a shor who kills another is also chayev like a murderer. So makish chayev adam v'adam. When a person kills another human being, there's no difference whether the victim is an adult or the victim is a child. When a person is a murderer, so when a shor is a murderer, and the Torah says he's chayv skila, there should be no difference whether the victim is a child or not. So why should you, what do you need a pasuk for this for? And it's even worse. Right, Kavu Chaimer. it's more than just a memet scene. We can make a Kavu Chaimer to prove that you're going to be Chayev. Uma Adam Adam Shloi also by Kiktanim Gigadolim by a human being killing another human being. If the Reitzeach is a Kotan, right? That's a difference, right? A child who's a murderer is not responsible, is not prosecuted. So on the Reitzeach side, we do not say Kiktanim Gigadolim yet. Chayev by the Kiktanim Gigadolim, but you are Chayev if the victim. Is a katan so shar badam when a shar kills a person by a shar there's no difference if the shar is one day old shar or a twenty year old shar when a shar kills a shar is chayiv so you see and that fact shar is more chomer than adam by an adam when the right seach is a katan he's potter by by a shar there's no such thing as a katan right seach a shar is always chayiv so for sure by a shar if the victim is a katan you should be chayiv as well so what do we need a pasuk for? It's an interesting point. That's true that in some aspects a shar is more chamur than an adam, but in other aspects an adam is more chamur than a shar. And that is by an adam, you're chayv, not just on nezek, but for, not by, we're not talking about killing, we're talking about hezek, you're chayv on nezek and tsar and repo and shavas and baishas. When a shar does hezek, you're only chayv nezek. So in that aspect, you see actually an adam is more chamur than a shar. So just because by an adam, we see if you kill a katan, your chayv does not necessarily mean we would know that if a shar kills a katan, just like a shar is more mekel, that he doesn't pay those arbedvarim, so maybe in a shar is more mekel, he's not responsible for killing a child. So therefore, the Ptah Fela Malami, the Pasik says, Ben Yigach, Ibas Yigach, Lechayev Alakitanim Gigadolim. Therefore, we need a Pasik to teach me that. Okay, now wait a second. That Pasik, if you tell me such a Havmin exists, that Pasik is at the end of the parasha, which talks about a Sharmuid. What about by a Shar Tam? En Liela Bimuadim. Bitam how do you know the same thing is that if a shor tam kills a child, the tar, the shor is going to be chayv misa? So what do you mean? The valley didn't The here also we can make a kavu chaymer. The pasuk clearly says that by a shor tam 
kills a man or a woman. And also by the Mu'ad it says. It says, So we see that a Tam and a Mu'ad whether the victim is a man or a woman. So, By a Mu'ad, your Chayiv, whether it's a man or a woman, whether it's an adult or a child. By the adults, by the man and the woman. When the Torah says by a muad, the shechayev on ketanim, it means by a tam also. And you have kavachaymer. Lechayev it's also kavachaymer. When a man or a woman does hezek, not as the victim, when they are the mazik, they have to pay. Yet, in our case, the Torah is not between a man and a woman as the victim. Children is called pigiyasun ra. A child who does hezek does not have to pay. And the parents don't have to pay either. It's a nice thing to do, but you don't have to. If your child does hezek, you're absolutely according to halacha pater. So a child is Therefore, they should have no difference in time and muad. And therefore, that's what the Gemara is saying, that just like by a muad we see, that the Torah is not machalik between a man and a woman, and not between an adult and a child, also by Tom the same. He says, well, what are you talking about? He says, you're making, if you think about it, you're making a backwards kalvachimer. Where does the Torah say, you have a child? By a muad. Okay? And you're making a kalvachimer and a, a memetzinu to learn that out to a Tom. It's fundamentally broken. A Tom, by definition, is more mako than a muad. And if a tam by definition is more mako than a muad, just because a muad is chayv on children, mechatez a tam should be chayv on children. V'chidana kavuchayim elachmer love im hichmer b'muad hachomor tachmer b'tamakal doesn't make sense. V'yoyd imamet be'ish ve'isha shekin chayv mitzvus. Just because the Torah said you chayv on men or women as victims, that's because they're at least bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. Tamer ben abash b'tum mitzvus. Maybe a child who's not mechayv in mitzvus, the Torah is not going to be machmer. Yes, if a, a human being kills a child, of course he's chayv. But mechatez if a shark kills a child, you're going to be chayv by a muad. Fine, but mechatez by a tam. Tam alaymer says the Gemara. There's actually two drushes here. The pasuk says ben yigach or bas yigach by a muad. It says the word yigach twice. Why? Ben yigach or bas yigach. Why did it not just say ben or bas yigach? Just say the word Yigach once. Why does it say it twice? So we darshan that's teaching you that it's all the same. Negicha betam, negicha b'muad, negicha l'misa, negicha l'nizakin. That the halacha that the Torah is telling you chayev by children as victims makes no difference whatsoever whether we're talking about a tam or a muad or a hezek or misa. It's all going to be the same. And there's no difference between men and women or children or adults. And that's what the Gemara is learning out from Ben Yigach and Bas Yigach. Continues the Mishnah. So a shar is scratching himself against the wall. And it falls and kills, the wall falls and kills a person. So we have over here, a shar killing someone, beli kavana. The shar is not intending to kill the person. So there's no question, as Rashi explains, and the Gemara is going to explain it as well, on a base, that we learn out just like a human being that kills another human being. It's not chayv as a retzach, shalei b'kavana. So a shar also that kills a human being, shalei b'kavana, is not chayv skila. That's not debatable. The Gemara is going to discuss, though, what is the halach of kaifer in this case. Do we say, since you're not chayv skila, there's no din kaifer, or not? Which is the Gemara we already had, but let's read the Mishnah first. Or, it's trying to gore another animal, and it gores a person. Or, it's trying to kill a guy. Baharag ben Yisrael, kills a Jew. Or, it's trying to kill a baby that was not considered alive, a nefel. Baharag ben kill ends up killing a baby that was alive. In all these cases, is the Mishnah, you're putter from Misa. There's no din skila. Just like there would be no din reitzach in these cases by a human being, there is not 
not considered a retzech and not no chiv skila by the shor. What about to attribute some chokhmah to a par? Sure, we are definitely seeing some sort. of... Well, we talked about that earlier because we already talked about Karen is kavanosay lahazik. So we always attribute some some sort of of intelligence, intelligence or a kavana by an animal. Yes. Amar Shmuel, patim emisa v'chayv b'kayfer. Shmuel says, even though the Mishnah says you don't you don't kill the shor in this case, but the owner is still chayv kayfer. Rav Amar patim is emuzeh. Rav says you patur on both. Now, as Rashi points out, this is really yesterday's daf. In yesterday's daf, we already talked about chlaikis at this point. Rabbi had said that shor yisakav agamal miyumas from kayfer. Yushas, if there's no din skila, there's no din kayfer. Period. Which is Rav. Shmuel goes like a biyachin. A biyachin says it says im kayfer. The extra im teaches me that you can have a chiyav kayfer without the chiyav skila. So machlekes here, Rav and Shmuel is the exact same machlekes we had yesterday. Rabbi and a biyachin. Good. Says the Gemara, but wait a second. According to Shmuel, you're telling me in this case, even though there is no Chiv Skila, there still is a Chiv Kaifer. Now remember, Chiv Kaifer, as we've said throughout the Besechta, is only by a Mu'ad. There was one Shita of Yaisi who said you could be Chiv Chetzi Kaifer, maybe by a Tam, etc. But we're not going with that Shita. So therefore, affecting Marv, am I Tam who? An animal knocking down a wall to kill a person. It's not a case of Mu'ad. What is the Mu'ad case over there? There's no case of Mu'ad over there in Lachaira. And therefore, it's a Tam. So if it's a tam, you're not chayv kaifer anyways. So what is Shmuel talking about? That you're potter misa and chayv and kaifer? What's the case? Says the Gemara. Kid Amar Rav. Rav says later on daf memches. On daf memches we have the following case. We're not going to go totally into the case. We'll get to it later on this week. But the Gemara over there talks about the following case. If a shor goes into someone else's rishos, whatever the case is, falls into a bar, and there was a person on the bottom of the bar, and the shor lands on the person and kills him. So the Gemara over there says the Mishnah says he's chayv to pay kaifer. Okay. In fact, the over there, why does he have to pay kaifer? The chayr is a tam. What's a muad for such a thing? Doesn't make any sense. Rav said, No, you're right. We're talking about a case, even though it's not a shriach, and it's, not a, it's a crazy kind of case, but you could have a case of an animal that did this multiple times, and if it did it multiple times, then in a chanami, you would be chayv kaifer on the fourth time. So since Rav said that over here, so Hanami, we could say in our case, but more this even though it's a strange case, it's not really a Shiach case, but we could talk about such a case that the animal had three times had already knocked down a wall and killed a person, and now in the fourth time. Now, the Chaira, we're talking about, he became a Mu'ad for this, which means if you made to become a Mu'ad, the Chaira, you have to have done it, Bekavana. In other words, he did it on purpose. In fact, the Gemara, Yachi Bar Katalu. So I don't understand what's going on over here. Right? Now, the Gemara asked the same kasha on Daf Memeches, but on Daf Memeches, the Gemara's kasha is much more fundamental. Remember, we asked this kasha already a few times in the Masechta. We said, wait a second, how do you have an animal that killed a person three times and he's Chayef Kaifer? The first time he kills a person, he's Chayef Misa. The Gemara said, we're talking about a case where the animal ran away, and therefore Bezdin never chapped him, and then he did it again, and then he did it again. The fourth time, Bezdin chaps him, and after he killed a person, then he would be Chayef Kaifer. Okay. So the Gemara on Daf Memeches, when it talks about the animal that fell into a bar three times, over there, the Rashi explains the Gemara's kasha is, what do you mean the animal ran away? The animal's at the bottom of the bar. The animal's not running anywhere. So that's, that's what Gemara has to come up with a different answer. And our Gemara, our question is not how did this happen for three times. We understand that would happen three times. It knocked down a wall and ran away. It knocked down a wall and ran away. It knocked down a wall and ran away. Our question is if it knocks down the wall the fourth time, what does that mean it did it Shalai Bekavana? If it already did it three times, Bekavana, then the fourth time is also Bekavana. In which case the animal's Chayav Misa. And therefore, that's not the case of our Mishnah. Because the whole case of our Mishnah is, we are potter for Misa, but chayef kaifer. So what does it mean that you're going to say, 
So Isn't that attributing a high level of intelligence? Well, again, but again, was able to associate knocking down a wall with timing it right that the person's on the other yes, side? Yes, yeah. Well, it's going to be worse than that. We'll see him in base. But yes, yes, we're assuming that. that. He's upset at the person. He wants to kill him. So, Over there, Rav explained... That the way the way you could have a case of an animal that jumped into a bar three times to kill a person is when he has no intention to kill the person whatsoever. In fact, what he's doing over there is eating grass from the edge of the bar, and he's so engrossed in eating grass at the edge of the bar, he keeps falling into the bar and killing someone who's down in there's a Hamas guy in the bottom of the bar digging a pit, and he keeps falling on the guy, Baruch Hashem. Okay, but Lamaisi killed the guy three times. The Gemara over there, the way Rashi learns it, we'll see him chess, it's really a din shane. It's not even a din carrot. It's a din shane over there. Fine. Over there, you could say such a thing that he was eating grass. Fine, but what's the case of him pushing down a wall? What do you? You pushed down a wall three times on purpose. Now you push it down a fourth mm-hmm. time. Now you get, says the Gemara. Mm-hmm. Like we said, the Mishnah didn't say that. The Mishnah just said didn't say why he was doing it. We're throwing in. He wasn't just doing it to push down the wall. Yeah, he was doing it because he had an itch. He had an itch. Says Three times he knocked down a wall and killed a person on purpose. He became a mood. Now the fourth time you're saying, well, we're not going to kill him because he's not there, even though we're going to be Mechaev from Kaifer. How do you know? We're talking about after he knocks down and kills the person, you see him still sitting there scratching himself. So if he's still sitting there scratching himself, that's an indication that he did not do a Bekavana this time. And therefore, even though he's not Chayef Misa because he didn't do a Bekavana, says Shmuel, he's still going to be Chayef Kaifer because he is a Muit. Didn't we say that it was Shane? No, no, no. It depends how he's doing it. Again, it depends. The nature of it is debatable whether it changed. He's still going to be chayv and shen anyways. It doesn't matter. It's much for the first three times here he did it by Kavana, Rashi says. Not down the wall. Not down the wall. Mamish on purpose. Our question was the fourth time. Says the Marvakati service. It was indirect. He knocked down the wall and a rock went flying and killed the person. So if the rock goes flying and killed the person... That is not direct damage from the shar. So it's Tsuiris, which, you know, maybe it's Chatzinezik, maybe it's not Chayv at all. Says the Gemara, Amar Verv Mari, Bredevkana, the Ka'azo Mineu Minei. We're talking about where he scratches himself on the rock and pushes the rock onto the person directly. So it's not that the, the ball that goes flying, he actually pushes the rock directly onto the person. Therefore, it's not a case of Tsuiris, and therefore you're going to be Chayv. So we have the Machlekes of Rav and Shmuel, which is the same Machlekes we had of Yechon and Rabbi yesterday, in a case where you are a Muid, but you're not Chayef Skila because it's Shleib Kavana. Are you Chayef Kaifer? Shmuel says you are Chayef Kaifer like Rechran, and Rav says you're not Chayef Kaifer like Rab. Says the Gemara Tanya Kavasi the Shmuel. You have to the Rav. The Chayef of a Beferish Abraisa, hundred percent question on Rav. The Brisa says that there are actually four possibilities. Yesh chiv misa v'kaifer. You can have a classic case where there's a chiv misa on the animal and kaifer on the owner. Yesh chiv v'kaifer patim misa. You can have a chiv of kaifer without a chiv misa. Mamish like. We'll see, we'll go through each case, we'll explain him. You can have Potter and Wolf and all things. What are the four cases? The price explains. Okay, so. Mood be kavana. If you have a regular case of a mood who on purpose kills a person, chayv misa of a kaifer. The animal sucker, you sucker, and the bite them. Pay kaifer. No questions asked. Mood shaloi be kavana. Our case where it became a mood, however it became a mood, and now it's killing someone shaloi be kavana. Chayv kaifer patim misa. You see, beferish like Shmuel that even though there is no chiyav misa, you still have a chiyav kaifer. Mamish like Shmuel. Tam bekavana, if it was an animal that was never a muad in the first place, and it killed someone on purpose. So chayev misa, sucker you suckle, that applies by a tam, upatami kaifer, but there is no din kaifer by a tam. Tam shaloi bekavana, if it killed by accident, by a tam, then you're going to be patami zemiza. So these are the four possibilities, 100% clearly like Shmuel, not like Rav. The Brisa continues. We know we've already discussed that by an adam is adam is muad la'ilam. 
There's no such thing as an Adam not being chayv. An Adam is always going to be chayv for whatever he does. By an animal, you, by a karen, you can have tam, and then you can have muad. Okay. What if you have an animal that's a muad, and it causes damage shaloi bekavona? Now, normally you can have damage shaloi bekavona like rego. If it's a dover on matsui, you can be chayv by rego. Rego is always shaloi bekavona. Even shein is shaloi bekavona. He's trying to eat. He's not trying to do damage. Can you have a case of karen of a muad shaloi bekavona? We've never discussed such a question before. Vani Zokin says the Bryce is Shleibe Kavana. Yehuda says you're Chayiv. Shimon says you're Potter. What's the Machlai? Because the Gemara explains. My time of Derbe Yehuda. Yolof me Kaifer. He said, look at Kaifer. We just said Kaifer, you're Chayiv, even though you have no Kavana, and you're Potter for me, so you're Chayiv Kaifer. My Kaifer, Shleibe Kavana Chayiv. Afni Zokin, I'm Shleibe Kavana Chayiv. So Nizokin is the same like Kaifer. Yehuda Shimon says, no, Yolof me Ketali. Look at from the fact that we don't kill the shar if it's shleibe kavana. The shar ma katli shleibe kavana potter. You don't kill the shar if you kill someone shleibe kavana. After zakin shleibe kavana potter. Mamish. Uh, so he said, "Machleik is weirder Shimon." Do we compare hezek to kaifer? We do compare hezek to sokol yisokol. Rabbi Huda says, "Mar, what's the svar?" Yehuda nami yelif mikatle. Why isn't he learning out from the fact that we don't kill the animal? So don't tashlumi mitashlumi mitan tashlumi mimisa. Kaifer is a type of payment. Hezek would be a type of payment. You see, even at Shalai Kavana, you pay Kaifer. So it makes sense, Shalai Kavana, you make payment. Whereas Misa has nothing to do with payment. And Abba Shimon says the opposite, Tzvar. He says, killing the Shar and Hezek is a din on the Shar. Kaifer has nothing to do with the Shar. Right? Kaifer is It's some sort of kapara for the owner of the animal. And therefore, it's a kapara for the owner of the animal. That's a different halacha. Even though shalai bekavana yechayv kaifer, that's because the owner is responsible because he didn't watch the animal properly. That has nothing to do with the kavana of the animal. If he does something shalai bekavana, he doesn't get killed. So if he does something shalai bekavana, he doesn't have to pay money. That's what Shimon looks at. It's a very fundamental question on the nature of the shchiyuv of hezek, maybe. Because what you see over here is that Rabbi Shimon seems to be focused, right? This is the question we've discussed. Is the chiyuv hezek of an animal because the animal did damage or is because the owner didn't watch it? So Shimon seems to be saying that we're focusing on the animal doing damage. And just like the animal is not going to get killed for this Misa, the animal doesn't be chayef for this Misa. Whereas the Behuda seems to be focusing on the owner. Just like the owner would be chayef kaifer for such a Misa, the owner would be chayef money for such a Misa. This l'chayef is mamash that discussion that we've talked about many, many times throughout this Masechet. Continues the mission, the Bryce explains, the Mishra, the Gemara explains, the Scham and Argus, Bame of Argus, Adam Potter. We said if an animal tries to kill another animal and he accidentally kills a human being, he's not Chayef Skila. Now, says, Mohanes Scham and Argus, Zev Argus, what if the animal's trying to kill Ruvain and instead it kills Shimon? Is that called Shagig or not? He was trying to kill, and a human being, and a Jewish human being, but he killed the per- not the same person he was intending to. Mashra for our mission, in that case, the animal would be Chayef. It's only because he's mechavin for an animal, mechavin for goy. But he's mechavin for another Jew, and he killed, instead of killing Reuven, he kills Shimon. It's mashman for our Mishnah. You would kill the animal. That itself says the more is machlekes. Masis and like of Shimon. That lachar is not fit with shitas of Shimon. The son of Shimon, I mean. Afilus chavin lahargazev hargazev. If Shimon's talking about by an animal and by a human being a murderer, if you're mechavin to kill Reuven and you kill Shimon, you're going to be potter. Why? My time of Shimon. The Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, First of all, from that possibly we learn out that we kill the animal and the, the owner is Chayef Misa. We don't kill the person. It's Misa with the Shemayim and he pays Kaifer to get out of it. But the Ke'ilu is a Chayef Misa. So we make a Hekish 
between the murderer of a human murderer when a human being is a murderer to when the animal is a murderer. And we dash like this: You're not chayiv as a murderer until you mechaven to kill an individual person and you kill that same person. How does a so Shimon holds? A short like another that everybody agrees to. Question is, what's the halacha by a person? If a person tries to kill Reuven and kill Shimon, is he chayiv or not? So it says the Gemara, we know Damar Kra, the Arav Loi, the Kamalov. The Pasuk over there is differentiating between someone who kills Bashagin and someone who kills Bamezid. Someone who kills Bashagin goes to Gullus. Someone who kills Bamezid, if they try to go to Gullus, we say, get out of there. And what does it say? How does it define Mezid? You like made a plot, and then you executed the plot. Why does it say that double Ashim? It says, Then unless you have in mind to kill Reuven and kill Reuven, then you're Chayef. But if you have in mind to kill Reuven and you kill Shimon, you're not a Ritzach. Not a good thing, but you're not a Ritzach. And therefore, Shimon says the same thing by, by a Shar. If the Shar had a mind to kill Reuven and kill Shimon, the Shar is going to be Potter. Our Mishnah clearly says the Shar is Chayef. So our Mishnah clearly is not like Shimon, it's like Shittas Rabban. So what did Rabban do with this Trasha? Rabban, and Rabban hold, if you try to kill Ruby and you kill Shimon, you're Chayef. Rabban, Haivar, Vlamayavid, what do they do with that Trasha? If I try to kill Ruven and I kill Shimon, I am going to be, I'm going to be Chayef. Varav Levi says that if I throw a rock into a crowd of people, then I'm Potter. Why? Says now, if that crowd of people is all Jewish people, it makes no sense. Just like if I try to kill Ruven and I kill Shimon, I'm Chayef. If I throw a rock into a crowd of Jewish people, I'm trying to kill somebody. So whatever it is, I'm going to be Chayef. Let's say Roiv Goyim in the crowd. Okay, typically I do be kananim. L'chayra, it's roiv kananim. So that means I really have kavana for the roiv, which are goyim. The luck is if I'm mechavin for a goy and I kill a Jew, I'm butter. So what are we a pasuk for that for? Inami paga paga means fifty fifty. Suffik the vashal alka. I'm still butter. Said malaytzri chadisha tish Yisrael levechid kanani. What if you have nine Jews and one goy? Now what would I normally say if I have nine Jews in a crowd and one goy? What would I normally say? Well, I say roiv. So I was <coughs> trying to kill. One of the Jews, because Roy for the people that are Jews. So whichever one it hits, I'm going to be chayef for. That's what I would have said. Kamash on the Pasuk, no, you're potter. Why? The Pasuk is teaching a, a very important halacha in all of Shas. There is at least one guy there. It is important halacha in Hilchas Roiv. Let's just review this halacha because it's important to understand it. Right? The halacha is if I'm walking in the street and I find a piece of meat in Ramat Shemesh, since all the butcher shops in Ramat Shemesh sell only kosher meat, you can 100% assume the meat is kosher, nothing to discuss, and you can take the meat home and eat it. Okay? I don't know if anybody actually will do that, but that's the halacha. If I find a piece of meat let's say in Old Beit Shemesh, where there might be one not kosher butcher store, still, it's fine. 99% of all the butcher stores in the whole Beit Shemesh are kosher. I'm allowed to rely on Raiv, and I'm allowed to go ahead and eat that meat. Raiv tells me the meat is kosher. No questions. Okay. What about if I put into ways, take me to a butcher store. It takes me to a butcher store that I'm unfamiliar with in Milf somewhere in Beit Shemesh. I go into the store and I can't read Hebrew, so I don't know what the sign says, and I go buy a piece of meat. Can I assume that piece of meat is kosher? Theoretically, you could have said yes. 99% of the meat in Beit Shemesh is kosher. So this piece of meat is kosher too. Kamash on this halacha that no. Why? Because this halacha teaches me that we only apply roiv in a way where it's called kol de parish 
Meruba Parish. When something leaves its source, leaves its original makam, then we can assume that it probably came from the roiv of places. So when I find a piece of meat in the street, I can assume it came from the roiv butcher stores. But when I go into the butcher store, and the piece of meat is exactly where it's supposed to be, I just don't know where I am, it was not parish. It did not leave anything. Over there, the Torah says, we consider it kavua. It's in its place. For called kavua, it's kemech, zamech, it's 50-50. You can't eat a piece of meat. Where do we learn that halacha from? Right here. It says, If you throw a rock at nine Jews and one guy, I would have said, you're chayiv, because the mice and nine of them are Jews. Kamash from the Pasuk, this says one guy there. We consider it 50% Jews, 50% goyim. There's no parish where we were parished or where they're supposed to be. And it's ke'ilu, I threw a rock at goyim. And if I threw a rock at goyim, maybe, then it's suffering the fashion of the haka, I'm going to be potter. So in the case of the meat, kavua comes out of chumrah. In the case of over here, the retzach, kavua comes out a kula. That's an interesting point, but this is the makar for kavua. Let's see it inside. There's one guy there. It's fixed. And therefore, it's ke'ilu. Maybe you are aiming for a guy. If you aim for a guy, you're going to be pot, says the Mishnah. Shara Isha. Okay, so if obviously the homosexual is talking about an animal, it's owned by a Yisrael. What if the animal is owned by a woman? Now, why would I think that a woman is not chayiv if she's the owner of the animal? So Tyson speaks out because a number of the parishes by Ashar talk about Ashar Ish, Ashar that was owned by a man. Why does it say that? Is an interesting question. But the said this mission is coming to be mighty from that, and don't think that when it says Ashar Ish, it means only if the owner is a man. Even if the owner is a woman, she is also going to be responsible. Fine. V'shar Hayisaymin, they're ketanim. They're still responsible for the death of, for the shark, if the shark kills somebody. If it does hezek, maybe not. But if it kills somebody, you kill the shark. Sharpy trumps. If you have happy trumps, who's supposed to be guarding it for them? He, appointed by Bezdin. Doesn't matter. Shara Midbar. If you have a shar that's totally hefker, it's a wild animal from the desert. Shara Hegdish. It's owned by Hegdish, so there's no particular owner on it. Shara Hager Shemes Man the Yoshma. If a shar is owned by a ger and the ger dies, he has no Yoshma, he has no kids, the shar becomes hefker. All these cases are really Chayv and Misa. The, right, not necessarily you Chayv Hezek in all these cases, but you're definitely going to be Chayv Misa in these the cases. The animal or the person? The animal. The animal. There's no person. The animal is going to be killed. Rabbi Hudaimer, no. Shara Midbar, if it's Hefka Shara, Shara Hegdish, if it belongs to Hegdish, Shara Gershemesh, Paturman, Amisa, Fishain Lahem Bailim. He says that the killing of the animal is actually a chalik from like, like a punishment or, or something like that related to the owner. We'll see from the Pusik in a second. And therefore, if there is no owner, you don't kill the animal. You only kill the animal. Yeah, you might want to get rid of the animal anyways. Beata Rami Kabecha, you're supposed to get rid of wild animals, that's fine. But in terms of Chi of Misa, says Behuda, that's only if there's an owner. If there's no owner, not Isha, whatever counts as an owner, but Hefker or or, or Hegdish, etc., is not an owner. Maybe the reason for that is just there's nobody supervising it. Okay, there's no uh, owner. Y- yes, there's you no there's no responsibility the again. But it's not a question of blaming the shark. It's a que- it's really more of a question of getting back to the same question, which is: Is the Misa of the shark something to do with the owner or not? If it has something to do with the owner, in this case, there's no owner. His negligence. Well, here he wasn't negligent. There is no owner, right? If it's a question of nothing to do with the owner. It's had to do with the animal. Now, you can't make him pay Hezek. The animal has no money in his bank account. But you can kill the animal because the animal did what he was supposed to do and you have a wild animal lying there. Debate. It's based on a pasuk. We'll see in a second. Tanavon. Shor, shor, shiva. If you look in the parsha that we just read, let's go through the parsha. Take out your fingers. Everybody has their fingers available? Good. Count how many times it says the word shor. V'chigach shor. Yes, ish, oh yes, ish, if I may. Soccer, you soccer. Hashor, Vloyachas Mashore, Ubal Hashor, Naki. Vim Shor, Nagachum, we told Shem, Ubal Vishmanu, as you show. Shor, you sockel, Vagambal of Yumas. 
And then the Pasik says at the end, Evid Yigachashar Oyama. Says the word shar seven times. Now obviously it only really need to say it one time, and then the rest of it could have just used some sort of pronoun. Why did it use it seven times? Those six extra teaching the six halachas in our Mishnah. Lahavi Shari Isha, Shari Simon, Shapi Tropis, Shar Midbar, Shar Hegdish, Shar Ger, Shemesvan Layoshim, all these cases the Shar is Khaiv Misa anyways. As we said in the That which Behuda said that your putter by a Hefker Shar or a Hegdish Shar doesn't mean that it was Hefker or Hegdish at the time that it did the damage. Even if you were Makdish it afterwards, you're still going to make the animal and the Bailam is now going to be putter and the animal according to Behuda does not get killed. Why? Mimai. First of all, where do we know this from? Medictani Behuda said two cases. He said Tarti Shtar Midbar for Shar Gershemes Ben Yerushim. Now Shar Gershemes, my new Chimenei Ben Yerushim, they Shar Hefker. It just means a Shar that's Hefker. So I know Shar Midbar, I know Shar Shemes Ben Yerushim. They're both the same case. Shar Hefker is Potter. Why did Behuda not just say Shar Hefker is Potter for Misa? Why did he give us two cases? El Alav Hakamashmon. The reason he said two cases to teach me that in both cases it makes no difference what happened first or not. That feel Nagachom said Higdish, Nagachom said Hifker. You're going to be Shmah Potter. You're going to be Pashmami. No, you're going to be Potter. Why? Here we go to the point. Tanya Namiyachi. Yaso Kenem Rav Yehuda. I feel Nagachol b'Sef Higdish, Nagachol b'Sef Hifker Potter. Why? Shenem Rav Huad b'Bailav. The pasuk says clearly. V'mshar Nagachol mitmol Shashem Huad b'Bailav lo Yishmerenu v'Hemis Eishu Yishisha Shor Yisakel v'Gamba Love You Must. But it says v'Huad b'Bailav. You have to have an owner. If you don't have an owner at the time of the Misa of the animal, at the time of the bringing it to Bezdin, we'll discuss at the stage in a second, then you're going to be putter. Rashi says before, and Dafya Gimel, Rashi's talking about this Gemara in reference to Hezek, and Rashi <coughs> says over there also, not only if you mafkir it, not only if you makdish it, but even if you sell it to somebody else, Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold that it's not, it has to be a single owner. And if you change ownership between the Hezek and our mother Bedin, Potter. Potter. That's a Rashi. Not a more agree to that, but that's a Rashi. It's clearly before in Dafyud Gimel. So says the Gemara. Now, there's three stages. There's the, the Hezek the animal did, the killing. There's the mother Bedin bringing it to Bezdin. And then there's the Gemardin when it's actually Nechtam Lamisa. Which stage are we talking about? So we just said, Hamad Bedin, Shavon Kechet. So Gemar Din Labinon. You don't need to have Gemar Din. Vashakar Yisakal Ashar, Gemar Dinu. The death of the Shar is the Gemar Din. So what happens if you're Mafkir the Shar after the Hamad Bedin before the, you know, do you think you're going to get out of it? So you go, you let them take the animal to Bezdin. In the middle of the proceedings in Bezdin, you realize you're up the creek. The Adam are there. Everything looks good. You're, you're in trouble. They're going to kill your animal. So now you go ahead and mafker it before the Gemara Din. Why not? Nothing to lose. What do you care? Right? You want to keep the animal alive. So, so you mafker it. Does that work? According to me, according to Yavon, it doesn't make a difference. You're going to kill it anyways. But according to Yehuda, does that work? Says the Gemara, it does. Says the Gemara, Ela'ema, Ajitei Misa, V'amad Bedin, V'gmar Din, Shavon Ke'echad, Enichanami. As long as you're Mafgret, Maktishet, according to Rashi, even sell it. Before the Gemara Din, according to Yehuda, the animal becomes Potter from Misa, at least earlier in the Masech, we talked about Hezek, but here we're talking about Misa, and that's the first halacha, right away in the next Mishnah. Shoshu Yotzi Lisokel, V'higdishoi Balov, so it's after the Gemar Din, then you cannot do it anymore. It's here to the circle. It doesn't make a difference anymore. You cannot go ahead and be Maktish anymore, like we just said. Only up to the Gemar Din, we discuss it. After Gemar Din, you cannot. We'll stop here. We'll pick it up here. Mitzvah Shem tomorrow.